If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, Archie Pruitt. How are you this afternoon? I'm so glad to be on board with you, James. Uh, I agree. Not only does it put us in the context of where we want to be, but it still puts us in the context of where we actually are. More than any other country, individuals scrape, claw, throw their babies over the fence just to get here. And they still do that. Exactly right. And uh, by the way, they're doing that in very large numbers. Well, they don't have to throw their babies over right now because Joe Biden has just opened up the border. (laughs) Hey, come on in. Get your welfare here. Get your welfare here. Come in. Get any benefit. Get your health care here. Get your welfare here. Come on in. We won't screen you. Anybody can come. Open to one. Open to all. That's the current policy of this administration. Archie Pruitt, you are the CEO of newjourney.org. It is, full disclosure, a group that I founded. And thank you, Autry, for doing the day-to-day management of this organization that has done so much to help all Americans access the free enterprise system that is America and to access their power as voters. Uh, What do you think, Autry, about the latest Supreme Court rulings? How do you think that impacts the country how, where do you think America is right now? If you had to grade America, where mm. do you think we are as a country right now? Uh, where America is in comparison to where it was or where it was headed is probably a C plus, a strong C plus, not a B or an A. Uh, the latest rulings have gotten as closest to there, but the fight is still ongoing, right? So let's take the gun ruling where... Uh, Justice Thomas, in his majority opinion, wrote that um, everybody should be able to carry, right, everybody reasonable should be able to carry uh, a weapon, and that a sheriff or some kind of cop should have to approve you as a need, because you don't have to show need. It's in the Constitution. It's uh, a right. But now you have states that are individually trying to enact other types of barriers to curtail that right. Uh, For example, um, they will remove funding from the bureaucracy that issues the permits just to slow the process down. So they can only issue 100 permits uh, a month. The rumor is that in New York City, right, your home where where WABC is located, um, they're actually toying with scaling back the permitting function so strictly that they'll only have one to two people three days a week to process the applications. So by natural, by, by, by nature, organically, you won't be able to get yourself a weapon for protection. Um, well, I these think, efforts, Autry, I think are going to fail because they're going to be going right back to the same court that just made this ruling. And one of the things that uh, Hochul, the unelected governor of New York, said that she wants to do along with her Democrat cronies is to enforce a law so that you cannot take a weapon into businesses unless the business has in writing, guns are welcome here, guns are welcome here. I mean, this is the kind of sheer stupidity that these people are doing, while at the same time 
while at the same time yeah. releasing criminals out of jail so that they can prey on innocent human beings that live in these blue cities. Well, James, there's the, yes, you're right. It's the sheer stupidity. But unfortunately, she has the law in her back. And remember, I used to live in Texas, right? In Texas, there's a statute that they actually passed. I forgot what it's called. But basically, as a private business, you can display a sign that says um, no, uh, no firearms allowed. And the, the, those businesses don't have to let you in their business if you have a firearm. And if you're carrying a firearm in that business, you violate the law. So there is some precedent for, now obviously these, these were for uh, bars, these were for, actually bars are currently legal text, but for tobacco, for high traffic places, et cetera. But there is some precedent for New York, California, et cetera, to subvert the law. At the end of the day, the legislative function is going to have to do it. The people are going to have to demand that uh, their rights not be curtailed, right? And, rem- and, I, and I say this, even though they're going to end back end up that same Supreme Court, think about how long it took Casey to get to the court, how long it took Dobbs to get to the court. This was the abortion cases that I was about to touch on, right? It, it, it took forever for getting those courts. So even if they get another if they get a state to push back, by the time it winds its way through a federal court, trial court, appeals court, in, in bonk appeal court, and then gets Satori, if it gets cert for the SCOTUS, for SCOTUS, it's a long ways away. And our justices aren't all that young. I mean, Clarence Thomas is not a young justice, right? So, um, and there's some weeble wobby there. I know we like Gorsuch, we like Kavanaugh, but there's some weeble wobby. Well, we saw right. that when, when, when the Roe decision, let's talk about that. When Roe yeah. and Casey came out, the other justices were quick, including Alito, who wrote the opinion, to say, hey, 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 don't worry. This is just for Roe. We're not going to try to look <laughs> at any of these. No, no, don't panic. Don't panic. It's just for Roe. And Clarence Thomas put a, put a pin to that <laughs> balloon and said, hey, uh, guys, we need to be looking at uh, all these laws that have this yeah. flawed thinking. And they lost their cookies. Oh, they did because Clarence Thomas essentially said, listen, you're basically saying that abortion as a right, as a federal right, is not in the Constitution. And making up these wholesale rights because they enumerate or or they have shadows from the Constitution is gone a bit too far. And once you decide that, then you also have to look at the Oberfeld decision, which is the homosexual marriage decision. And then you have to look at Lawrence v. Texas, which is the sodomy decision. And then you can probably go back and look at Sebelius. Uh, that was the Obamacare decision, right, that uh, Roberts was cited with the liberals. Uh, so he said, once you look at this and say this in principle, then it applies to all these other decisions. I think Clarence Thomas is right. If something's unconstitutional, it's just unconstitutional. And we got to force our politicians to have the argument and make the decision. These politicians are lazy. They're lazy. All they want to do is sit on CNN, Fox News, the media. All they want to do is jibber jab, talk all day, every day, talk about the mama, talk about your mama, but they don't want to actually do any legislation. You realize most legislation you live under is made under the bureaucracy. It's made under the executive branch. There's a rule you have to follow. And because oftentimes the rules only affect a small number of people, there aren't enough, like, for example, right, an EPA rule only affects 10,000 folks. Well, that's not enough to really make a change. 
That's not enough to get a constituency together. Right now, the reason why the left failed with abortion is because that rule affected 50% of the population, actually affected the entire population. But normally the bureaucracy can get away with passing some kind of rule or some kind of legislative procedure that, that, that affects such a small, minute people that mm. there's no constituency there to be able to push back. America, this July 4th, America is great. We continue to be great. But what made us great? Independence. That's what we have Independence Day. It's not just because of our independence from the revolution, but think about it broader than that. What made us great was individual independence. It was the notion that you as an individual could do what John Locke said. You could take your blood, your labor, your sweat, your tears, mix it and make something and do something and make it happen. And as long as it did not get interfered with by uh, somebody else in terms of you were trying to hurt someone else or you were on somebody else's land or somebody else's property, as long as you were by yourself and the only people you were affecting were you and your family, then you could do 99.5% of whatever you wanted to do. That's what makes us great. Not bureaucracy, not government. Audrey it's the land Pruitt. of the free. Audrey Pruitt, you are on fire. We have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a little fun. I pulled a song out from Paul Shanklin. This is one of the songs that we used to play on the Rush Limbaugh show that Rush used to play. We used to play Having Fun. And we figured we'd bring back an old memory on Independence Day. Uh, you'll be with us when we come back, and we're going to have a little fun. Audrey Pruitt, the CEO of NewJourney.org, NewJourney.org, is here on this Independence Day, Boast Nervous Rush Hour. Back, James Golden with you. And we have the CEO of NewJourneyPack.org, NewJourneyPack. Dot org. Audrey Pruitt with us. That was a correction because I've just been saying New Journey. New Journey org. Hello, Audrey again. You know, age. hello. Yes, bro. <laughs> so glad, so glad to be back with you on a wonderful Independence Day. So glad to be with you. Now, we have some, uh, we still have a midterm coming up, Audrey. Mm. And this Roe versus Wade thing, the Democrats are all excited because they think that's going to be a big driver for them and maybe salvage their election season. How do you see it? No, I don't actually believe that Roe v. Wade is going to be a big driver for them, other than there may be one or two or three races that were close in, like some seats they might have been hoping to flip in Illinois, uh, like the Illinois 10, uh, maybe a couple in California that they were hoping to flip. Those may, those may give the Democrats one or two points. Uh, but overall, I don't actually think Roe v. Wade is going to have that big of an impact. Ironically enough, I actually believe January 6th, that farce of a hearing could have a much greater really? impact. Really? Come on, Audrey. Yeah. No one I, is paying attention <laughs> to that except for no, hardcore that, Democrats and a you few know Trump what? haters. I, I, thought, I thought so until I started looking at reputable polling groups, not left-wing nut jobs. Reputable polling groups are starting to show some real concerns among uh, independents. And it's because, it's, it's because of this. Remember, most people, go, they get media flash buys, right? CNN flash buy, MSNBC flash buy, New York Times flash buy. Right. And all the flashes are Trump is wrong. This person, even though that lady Hutchinson is not credible, right, not credible. They still get the credible parts. They don't get the parts that people don't know. 
So Seriously. I Audrey, by the I, time I, November rolls around, this January yeah. 6th hack partisan kangaroo court Soviet style banana republic hearing is gonna be long out of the headlines. They can't just keep this up forever. And even if they do, it is to mm-hmm. me by the time we roll around to November, there will be other things that definitely overtake this. I think Roe was their is their big shot. If they can't turn up their base under the Roe decision and the Casey decision, and by the way, this EPA decision, because the EPA limiting the EPA's power has every environmentalist wacko in the United States upset. This is like telling them that their religion has just been hampered. Start messing with the EPA. So yeah, I, yeah. You have a point. You you have a point. I forgot about the EPA decision. You're right. I think of all three, perhaps. I just don't. The reason why, Roe, if you look at the, I'm looking at it in terms of a narrative nationally. If you look at it nationally, most people actually agree with Florida, like agree with DeSantis, right? Okay, right. 14 weeks, 15 weeks, that's it. Most people do not agree with Illinois uh california and in new york which basically say oh yeah when you see the baby's head you can chop it off when it crowns Ooh. i mean that, and that by the way I mean, that's not hyperbole that's literally that is disgusting most of the country is not there that's why i actually think that most people say eh, my state's doing 15 weeks or whatever right i i i just i think they're the problem is this their base is in those states so what is the one thing that could drive perhaps some individuals now I know you come from the Rush Limbaugh school so when I say independence everybody gets shaky but polling wise I'm just looking at the numbers right I'm just looking at the data and the data is telling me that actually in actuality people are getting and this is the thing it's not going to be about the January 6th committee it's going to be about all the stuff that the Democrats roll out in the like against uh, Dr. Oz for example the Trump endorsed Oz to the candidate. I actually think all that crap with January 6th, they're going to try to pin Oz into a corner. Yeah, but look what else and they're pinning. But Autry, gas prices yeah. are still record high. We still have a baby formula crisis in this country, whether it's acknowledged or not. And we don't know whether those supply lines are going to be well, fixed by November. Mid- we have inflation running out the door on every single thing that people try to go and buy, whether it's food. The- whether it's whatever services they're, they're doing, all of this stuff is not going to be forgotten. Right now, Joe Biden, as we speak today, has the low, I think his approval rating is somewhere around 38%, but there are only 14% of people that think he's doing a good job with the economy. I mean, well, listen, I agree forecasting. If the economy is worse, right, then I think you're absolutely right. But I'm going to I'm going to go on a little bit of a hedge and say that the Fed and some other things are going to try to they're going to try to swing this economy back as as much as possible, or at least get it back towards a good trajectory in 2024. Right. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about 2020. Now, midterms, uh, you know, midterms, I think you're right. I think that midterms uh, EPA, they can gin up. Basically, Illinois, California, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, all the states where they can gin it up is where they're going to gin it up. And that's um, their base. And I don't think <clears throat> if they just hold to their base, I think that what they're uh, facing is a worse midterm election than Barack Obama's first midterm election. You, you might be right. For- over 700 seats, the Democrat Party across the country. You, you might be right, particularly for this. 
I'm looking what the state that I'm looking at is a bellwether state for me is Michigan, right? Trying to see Michigan has been more consistently blue. Trump flipped it a little bit and then it's moved back to blue. And that's where we want to see. Does Michigan move more to the right? Does Michigan move more to the right? And if Michigan moves more to the right, then um, I then I would I would see that. But we're people forget, you know, people forget these elections, even in bad economies, were not won by huge margins. They were still won by one, two percent. That is certainly true. That is certainly true, Audrey Report. Okay, some of the work that New Journey Pack.org does very quickly so people know where to reach you, Audrey. Um, right. We're right now we're doing the work of just going in and notifying black Americans that you can vote. You don't have to be Republican, but you can vote for a Republican. Right. That has to be the message. We're talking about getting people elected. Right. You we don't you don't have to be a Republican, but you can vote uh, for Brian Kemp because Stacey Kemp is part of a party that says, yes, we want to consciously abort black babies because the mother is poor. We want to consciously say, fathers, you have no... And by the way, this is the problem with the whole situation. When you... Abortion is the most pro-male policy I've ever seen. It is the most pro-male policy I've ever seen. 